this great feast of Mary's Assumption uh, into heaven is a feast in which we can all rejoice because one of the messages that's clear here and strong in this feast is the heaven is real, the kingdom of heaven is real. Those promises made to us by Christ are not just some nice child story that we tell in order to uh, push back uh, the clouds of darkness that so often impend, but it is rather they are, they are, they are realities, they are truth, and this kingdom of heaven to which Mary is assumed body and soul uh, is a real place, is a real destination. And we believe in the promises of Christ who promised to us that we who belong to him, we to adhere to him, would also enjoy the fullness of life there. This is what we prayed for in the collect prayer of this Mass, this possibility for our lives to receive this, 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 this ultimate fulfillment for which we were made, because it is evident to us when we reflect that the, what's on offer here in this world is ultimately not adequate to us. It doesn't meet the needs, it doesn't meet the expectations of our hearts. This world is a disappointing place if we only have this world. If we don't have a possibility beyond this world, it is a deeply disappointing place because written into the very fabric of you and I as a human being, as human beings, is the promise that this is forever, that life is forever. We cannot, we cannot ultimately even comprehend the idea of a life that would just be a little chapter and then it's over and that's it. Our heart is made and soars and desires and insists and even demands psychologically that we should live forever. It demands that the goodness that we find in life not be something temporary. It's included in the very nature of love itself. We say that love is forever. And indeed, as we reflected just the other day with the readings that the church gave us, uh, marriage is forever. When Jesus came and they told him about Moses giving, the, giving them the uh, right to write a writ of divorce and give it to their wife and send her away. He, Jesus immediately said, no, this is not the way it was from the beginning. This is not the way it was from the beginning. Love by its very nature is forever. Well, that love which is our being, that love with which we were created as human beings is also forever. It is forever. It's not a temporary thing. God does not ever withdraw his love. So we do pass through the valley of death, but we do receive uh, from him, as promised, the fullness of life with him in heaven. To the, to, on, to the good thief on the cross, he said, this day you will be with me in paradise. Well, it is that same paradise that we celebrate the assumption of our blessed mother um, now uh, on, this, on this feast. But the other theme that's worth us reflecting on here is the theme of Mary's Magnificat, which we read here today, because it expresses entirely and completely the way in which this new life comes to us. Because this new life comes to us not, not only in a promise in which we have to trust and believe and hope, but it also 
comes to us in a foretaste of good life, a foretaste of beauty, a foretaste of joy, a foretaste of gladness. And Mary sings about all these things in this Magnificat. But above all, she acknowledges and recognizes first and foremost the prime mover of this goodness, which is God himself. And my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit, my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. Mary doesn't claim, doesn't, doesn't lay claim to any of these things as hers, of any of these graces of which she is the recipient as hers. They are all gifts. They are all gifts given. They, they are all things that the Lord has, the Lord has done great things for me and holy is his name. They're all great things that the Lord has done in Mary. The Lord intends this also for us. He intends this very same life for us. We have every possibility that Mary had for the fullness of life uh, that she had. And as we said in the opening prayer of the Mass, to merit and to enter the kingdom of heaven and to share the life that she now lives. We have all of that possibility, but it always comes through our openness to the work of God. We cannot do it. We cannot do it. We cannot generate even one thing that is of enduring value when we do it ourselves. But when indeed we open our hearts to God as Mary, uh, as Mary did and models so perfectly for us, it is then that we can change the world. We really can change the world. Um, G.K. Chesterton famously said that Christianity hasn't uh, been tried and failed, rather has never really been tried. And there's a deep and profound truth here that if we, if we, if we t accept the grace of God, the things that are possible are extraordinary, extraordinary. God is waiting to save the world again God is looking, scanning the horizon, scanning this church, scanning our hearts, looking for those who will say yes to him in a total, complete, and unequivocal way. And in that yes, will allow him to save the world. He's always doing this. This is what the life of the church is. The life of the church is this, this, this gaze of God upon the world, always looking for those who will say yes completely and fully to his grace and become the instruments of salvation. Mary modeled this perfectly for us. Mary, we shouldn't think of Mary first and foremost as a, as a center of sentimental piety. We should look at Mary as a giant, a human giant, a person who lived the human condition in, in, every, in its every aspect, in every implication. And because of living that, that human life in every implication, she flourished. She, 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 she flourished and gave life to the world. She said yes to Christ. We don't know what it is that Christ is knocking on the door of our souls to do with us, through us, in us. We now know what Mary, what, what God was knocking on Mary's door to do, and that was to become flesh, to enter the world in the flesh, 
But my friends, he is looking for us for a similar response. He is looking for us that we might imitate Mary's fiat because there is no higher and greater realization of our humanity than that fiat. And that's why it doesn't matter whether we're a president, a Nobel Prize winner, a Times Man of the Year, or any of those uh, common ways in which the world holds up its heroes or not. It doesn't matter whether we're those or the simplest person, because the one who says yes to Christ, the one who says fiat and makes their life available to Christ, welcomes Christ in and lives with Christ. Think of those 30 years in which, Je in which Mary looked after Jesus. Think of those years. Um, if we look after Christ, if we receive Christ and look after his dwelling in our souls, we don't let his dwelling in our souls get hurt or damaged or, 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 or yeah, in, in any way compromised as Mary uh, would always look after Jesus in her home. We also have to look after this presence of Christ in our lives so that he can realize the work which he wants to realize in us. The world is waiting for this. The world is waiting for this. We can appoint the accusing hand at the world, but in the end we have to look at ourselves and we have to look at our response to Christ because if our response to Christ is total, then we are his, we belong to him, um, we are his, even if that response isn't total. I just want to make this, this little point clear that we belong to him. It's not that we don't belong to him. But at the, at the same time, he's still waiting for something more. He's still asking something more. He wants for each one of us sanctity, holiness, um, complete openness to him. Because this is what changes the world. This is what changes the world. So, as we celebrate Mary's assumption into heaven, and as we aspire, as we cannot but do, because of the way we're made as human beings, as, as we aspire for good life forever, let us ask our Blessed Mother that we may follow in her footsteps, that we may, through imitation of her realization, of her human condition, that we too might truly realize our human condition, bring about, live our human condition as she did, so that, as we said in the opening prayer of the Mass, we too may share the reward that she is now sharing.